Hey guys, what's going on? I'm okay. Just checking in, you know, not letting depression totally kick my ass. Um, how are you guys doing tonight? Trying to figure out what we're going to talk about tonight. I kind of have an idea, but just a little unsure. I want to talk about playing the game, but it's like my thoughts have they haven't quite come together yet to talk to you guys about that because when I do talk about playing the game, I want to make sure that we really hit a lot of key points. I want to make sure that I'm making sense to you guys because that's a really important topic. I feel like people don't talk about, but it's everywhere. There's politics in everything we do. Meaning, there's a way we are expected to govern ourselves in every facet of our lives. And I feel like those politics kind of determine whether you make it or not. Whether you make it in your social circle, whether you make it at work, whether you make it in school. You guys know what I'm talking about, playing the game. It's like the unspoken uh, agenda in the room. Like, everybody is there, they don't know what to do, but there's this agenda that we all have, and in order to achieve it, you have to go along to get along. So my question to you is, have you ever been caught in the matrix of playing the game? Playing the game would be going along with the obvious for the sake of harmony. Has it worked for you? Playing the game can at times feel like soul selling. Sometimes you have to sacrifice who you are to be able to move ahead. I don't believe that. Some people do believe that. And a lot of people will argue me down on this one because obviously to get from point A to point B, there are some things you're going to have to do that are uncomfortable to get there. But are you willing to sell your soul is the question. What is soul selling? Are you willing to do anything that is morally wrong for the sake of an advantage? I will never forget when... I got kicked out of my mom's place when I was like 18. <laughs> I can laugh at it now. It's funny now, but back then the damn show wasn't funny. But I got kicked out when I was 18. And I had just turned 18, so I didn't have a job. I didn't even have a driver's license. I didn't have an ID. I didn't have shit. And I went to go stay with my great aunt. And while my great aunt was gracious enough to let me stay there, I still felt bad and I felt like I needed to be contributing and I needed to have something for myself. So I was looking for jobs just about everywhere with no experience other than the fact that I used to babysit and I used to do hair. I mean, come on now. How does that look on a resume? But I didn't have any experience. So I was just, I was getting desperate. I was getting really desperate. And I will never forget an old friend of mine. Um, we had just got back in contact and... He told me he had a job for me. He had a job for me. And even though I had no car, that the per person would come and pick me up, take me to the site. I would make money starting off 40 some thousand dollars a year. Like it was legit my job. Like all I had to do was show up the next day. And I just remember thanking him profusely and being excited and then checking my phone later that day. And there's a message from him, a picture message. And it's a picture of his dick. Excuse my French. And I'm just like, 
what the fuck? What is the universe asking of me? What is what what, what what's going on right now? Because did I put myself out there that I would do whatever it took for a job? I mean, he act like it was a record deal or something. Not that I would have sex for a record deal, but what I'm trying to say is I wasn't going to sell my soul <laughs> for a job. I wasn't going to play along. I wasn't going to play the game. And I remember telling him, you know what? All I responded with him t- to him was, thank- you know what? Thank you so much for the opportunity. I respectfully decline. You take care. Of course, he was talking junk back. He's like, oh, you know, I was just playing. I said, you know what? It's all good. I, I, I That experience needed to happen because it was a pivotal point in my journey. It, it kind of woke me up. It, 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 it let me know that desperation was going to come and that I needed to be strong and stick to my moral code. People don't have a moral compass anymore. I do. I still have my moral compass. And I and to this day, not a soul can tell you I have laid in the bed with them to make money. And I'm proud of that. And it's not to, you know, talk down on women or men that do it, but I'm proud of that. So again, I ask you, have you ever been forced to play the game? Have you ever played the game? You can be forced to play the game in a social circle. Like I said, have you ever been in the element like family you ever been in the element where there's an unspoken agenda rule format blueprint it's an unspoken format meaning maybe maybe your family has a gang of dysfunction right we talk about this all the time on why you said a jazz radio maybe there's a gang of dysfunction nobody talks about it because the minute you do you become an outcast and when you're an outcast what what happens to you when you're an outcast nobody likes you nobody wants to be around you you're problematic what happens when you decide to play along i've seen it in my own family the people that play along they are the favorites and they get more help they get more attention. They get more nourishment. They get they get it all because they're willing to be a pawn in the game. I opened my mouth a long time ago, so I'm pretty much written off at this point. <laughs> like this podcast alone is the reason why I am not allowed at the functions. I'm not allowed to hang out. I'm not allowed to speak. Or when I do speak, it's a problem because I'm not willing to play along. I'm not going to sacrifice a great deal of myself and ignore my discomfort for the sake of another individual or individuals. Have you been forced to play the game? When you look up playing a game online, it typically refers to having to, you know, play the game and at work, which I am familiar with as well. I've been at work and been forced to deny a great deal of myself. I mean, we all do it to make money. But when they start to ask you to get in bed with them, as they would say, or they ask you to do things that you know in your heart isn't right to advance, that's when that moral compass is supposed to start ticking and signaling for you to wake up and make a move. Hopefully a move that's favorable. 
So I used to work at this property in Temple Hills. My background, if you don't know, I have a background in hospitality, property management, and healthcare. So I, I used to work at a property and in Temple Hills, Maryland, and it was so political. It was the definition of playing the game. When I first started the job, everybody, of course, seemed nice and it seemed like I would really grow. It seemed like there was space for me to grow. Um, it seemed like I was going to make a difference. I could feel that and I wanted to take advantage of that. When I tell you by the time it was all over with, we, I was practically getting ready to take them to court. Because I wouldn't play along. I will never forget in the interview when the manager told me straight up, he's like, I have a problem with my guys. I need you to come in and, and, and get them in, whip, whip them in shape. They don't listen. They, they're my problem. It's what he told me in the interview. You know, I'm so excited for the job that I'm totally, I'm, I'm hearing what he's saying, but I'm in and out because I just know I'm going to get the job, whatever. But I made the mistake of saying that I knew someone in HR and I do. And I did know the individual in HR. And I remember the manager being very uncomfortable. I didn't think anything of it. I started the job. Everybody seemed great. I felt great. The minute I started making changes, the minute I identified that those guys that were so-called so problematic were decent guys and I started to advocate for said guys, then it became a problem. Everything I did was a problem. The manager talking to me crazy. My boss telling me, Jazz, look, listen, you're a nice girl. You're a pretty girl. I, I can see you growing in the company, but you need to play, a, play the game. And I'm sitting there like, play the game? I'm like... I'm coming here. I'm doing my job. You told me you were having a problem. I'm fixing your problem. What the hell games? What, what, what games need to be played? Who said I'm here for games? I'm here to work. So what's the problem? And then it dawned on me. It dawned on me that I was supposed to sacrifice those men. Because my boss told me to. To make him look good. That was the game. That, that, that was the unspoken agenda. Go along with what he said. And I would be okay. Let me tell you something. At the time I was living in a hotel with my kids. I took that job. Because I knew that I could get a free apartment. I'm going to keep it real with you. I knew I would get a free apartment. Why not be able. To, why not have a place to stay. And a job to go to. At the same damn time. That's, that kills childcare. I can still get to work. I'm, 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 I'm secure. Like, why not take that job? But at the same time, even though I needed a place to stay, I was not willing to sacrifice four or five men that had families so I could get what I wanted. No way was I being asked to possibly help facilitate termination 
for four different men, not because they didn't do their job, but because my boss didn't like them. I didn't even know these men. And when I finally got to know these men, I found they all had families and they worked very hard. These were great guys. This made me a target. Everywhere I turned, I was laughed at, talked about, and I didn't do or say a thing other than doing my job. I got so frustrated that I couldn't hold it anymore. I couldn't play along and act like it, it wasn't, ha- there wasn't a crucif. I wasn't being crucified. I couldn't play along like I wasn't being crucified anymore. And I started speaking out. And I reached out to the VP of the company. Oh, I'm that bold. See, that might scare some people. Oh no, who are you to be reaching out to the VP of the company? They're going to crush you. Guess what? I'm going to crush his ass back. I'm about that in real life. I'm not going to let somebody sit up here and continuously pick on me because I won't go along to get along. Let's see what the VP says. So the first time, the guy asked concern. You know, young girl reaching out to him about the property. He seems concerned. You know, there was an incident right before I had to reach out to the VP where one of the um, technicians had sexually assaulted me actually on a job. He and I could not connect for some reason. And I think it's because of that code, that code of ethics that they had. He thought I was there to take him down. Little did he know I was advocating for him and his team. He was the lead technician. And he thought that I was just like his boss, my boss and their boss. So he made me a target. Every day he would say something about me being a slut. Um, I have an EBT car in which I do. He went through my phone. He pulled out stuff from my purse. He was attacking me every day until I couldn't take it anymore. And I made it my business to let him know I wasn't no punk. I ain't no sucker. The minute I did that and I went to the VP, everybody cooled out a bit. Just the hair. You know, nobody would really talk to me then. And it was so crazy because I was actually doing a damn good job on my job. I was making a difference. There were tenants coming to me left and right telling me what a great job I was doing and how if I left that they all would feel it. That's one thing about Jasmine. She going to work her ass off. But yet my team were, they were, they were putting, I mean, they were putting me through the ringer and I couldn't figure out why. Finally, one of the guys in the main office reaches out. He's like, can we meet in this apartment complex at this time we talk? I'm like, why does he want to meet with me? What the fuck is going on? I meet him. And he says, Jazz, you know, what, what, what did you do before here? I tell him I have a background in property management and hospitality. We get to talk and he tells me he has the same. And he says, Jazz, it could go a lot easier for you here if you just play the game. This is the second time I'm being asked to play this game. What game? What, what, what game is this? Because last time I checked, I was living in a hotel with my kids. And I was coming to work to make money so we could get out of said hotel. I wasn't here to play no games. I'm like, listen, so-and-so, I don't want to play the game. 
I'm here to work. I said, my work, my hard work should speak for me enough. He's like, but it's not like that here. When you're here, you have to pretend. And I'm like, pretend? How the hell I'm going to sit here and act like it ain't what it is? How am I going to sit here and just go along with shit, just be going along with shit? Knowing that it's wrong. Even the guy that harassed me, I hated his guts at that point. But he worked his ass off. He worked his ass off. Why would I say something to get him in trouble if it wasn't true? So you asking me to lie and pretend for what? For one day for me to be in the hot seat and you guys lie and pretend on me? I can't do it. He said, Jasmine, it's not like that. If you play the game, it's just so much more peaceful for you. Play the game? Mm-mm. Don't understand it. How can I go along to get along? This is hell for me. I can't take it. I got to go. I made one more attempt reaching out to the VP of the company and explaining to them how things were going. And the next thing you know, me and the guy and VP are going at it. Me and the HR lady, we're going at it at the same damn time. Because I'm not willing to go alone. I'm not sacrifice. I'm not sacrificing anybody. I'm not sacrificing myself. My hard work should be on the table and should be enough. But what I learned, I learned that you can get ahead in this world by not lifting a finger. It's all about who you know. It's not about what you know. They're really there really is a system out here that's beneficial to a selective few of people to get ahead. And I'm going to cut it off there because we're going to end up going into some shit that I know is really going to ruffle some feathers. But there really is a system for organized groups of people. I'm going to say that. I'm, I'm just going to leave it like that. For them to get ahead. It's not about your hard work. Can you play the game? Can you come can you come on our team, on our ship and just get along? Go along with it. Can you go along with it? I have since learned that to some degree you do have to go along with some things. But you don't have to ever sacrifice who you are to get ahead. Let me know what you think. Have you been in a situation? It doesn't have to be work-related or family-related. Have you ever been in a situation where there was politics? There was a hierarchy of people that you couldn't touch without rocking the boat? Let me know what you think.